Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. everybody and welcome to Island Town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not good, is it? Um, I'm Luke Gregory and Dave's with me, no Bataro. I would normally play a little intro, but I can't be bothered today because Sunday was a shambles, but look, um, somehow we've got to look back on Derby Day defeat. And look, I'm sure there's what for fans joining us right now to see what we're going to say. So hello, uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, it just didn't go anywhere near the way we wanted it to go, did we? I'm going to start by saying the beginning of the day was brilliant. And by the time we got to Watford, it was still good. But as soon as that whistle went, you just realised that um, it was awful. It was just an awful afternoon of football from Luton. Um, I don't normally want to compliment Watford, but, you know, they did a job, right? They did everything they needed to do. Um, I know we're going to go into the game a bit more. I'm just really disappointed because it's the first show that we've had um, at their place for, what, 16 years. And with fans, and we just didn't show up. It's, it's bad enough going there and losing 4-0, right? But I think what hurt Luton fans just maybe a little bit more was the fact that, like you said, we just didn't turn up. There was no, from what it looked like, passion. There was no fight. It was like no one wanted to make a tackle. It, it was just, we had nothing. And it just felt like that, we haven't played like that in years. What One of my mates who I used to work with, who supports Watford, unfortunately, uh, messaged me and was like, I thought Luton were going to, you know, be a bit confident and, you know, but we didn't. We, we just looked it, it, lost. For me, we looked lost. For me, it, you know, when you go to a derby like this and, you know, I've, I've seen quite a few uh, Watford Luton, Luton Watford games. Um, you go, there's always a passion in the crowd, or there should be. Um, and there's always that tenseness when you're playing, but there's always crunching tackles. There's always commitment. There's always those battles on the field that you think, come on, you, you've got to really, for want of a phrase, I don't mean take them out, but, you know, really get into them. Let them know you're there, that type of thing. Well, we said on the preview podcast last week that first tackle is going to be so important. Yeah. And it was from one of their boys. Yeah, and we didn't... That put that in. And it honestly, just felt like, apart from Sonny Bradley fouling Joe Bredrow, I don't think... That wasn't a foul. Didn't look like a foul. It wasn't a foul. There wasn't no... You know, there was just nothing. And it, I there think was nothing, just so disappointing. There was nothing for us supporters to get happy about. Listen, when you go 1-0 down so quickly, it, it just puts the mockers on it, doesn't it? But um, I hate to say this. I really hate to say this. But Watford were better in every part of the pitch for us. I hate to say that. They uh, outclassed us in places. They outshithoused us. They did everything they needed to do to wind us up. And they got the result. And fair play to them for that. But, you know... We are better than we showed on that day, illnesses or not. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into Nathan Jones and, and what he said in a bit. Um, I guess we should just rattle through some three-word views. Harry said that one hurt. Ollie says didn't turn up. JP says one-off, hopefully. Steve says got everything wrong. Dan, complete letdown. Uh, Mike says refund the fans. Lee, massive reaction needed. Sean said a six-point week, but that's the thing. We, we The preview podcast has got... What for fans now laughing at, you know, we had we did a phone in and the predictions that we all said and we were all going to this game so confident and 
one of the uh, sentences that got branded a lot on our preview show was Watford players aren't going to know what it means uh, I think the question was will Watford players know what that it means and you know what if you had to compare the two teams on Sunday you'd have gone you say, yeah, yeah they bloody would. well did they literally bloody well did even from when um, who was it Davis who scored the goal even when he scored the guy and ran in front of us, giving it large in front of us, you know, you're just thinking he knows what he's doing. They play a waving or show off the pitch. Yeah, you know, enough, you know. So, you know what? They absolutely were rolled up for it. And, you know, fair play to him for that. I don't like complimenting him, but, you know, they were the better side and you can't say anything different to that. We were woefully off the pace. We were woefully off the game. And, you know, they didn't really create much for us to shout about. And, you know, if we'd have gone there, if we'd have gone to Vicarage Road and we'd give them a game and come away and lost, I'd have gone, bloody hell, that was great. Didn't want to lose, but we put some effort in. But I just felt so let down by the team. And, and, uh, you know, I don't care if you're a really staunch Luton fan and you really, really, really hate Watford, as you should, but you've got to give them credit for what they did. And they were better than us in every department, and that hurts more. The fact that we didn't win, yeah, and we got, and it's not that didn't win it. We we got slaughtered. just the manner, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, just manner, the manner. Of we defeat. just sort of just rolled over and and died, and given four a four nil. You know, now I can forget about that in a couple of few, a few weeks. Hopefully, it, well, I can forget about it because you've got to move on. However, the performance was dire. It wasn't anything to get excited about not one point in that game did I think we might you know we might do this it's, I'm just so disappointed because I've looked forward to it for quite a while three changes from the Norwich win Freeman Bradley and Adebayo coming for Potts Lansbury and Cornick which Nathan Jones saying Potts and Lansbury struggling with an illness which kept them out of the starting 11 because it was a bit weird because you look at Dan Potts he started pretty much every single game this season so to him to be dropped for this game you probably looked at it and thought okay it's a bit odd but Nathan Jones is going we've got illnesses we had Potts out we had Lansbury out our starting 11 is still a very strong starting 11 for us which in other championship games gets wins yeah. so I don't feel like we can sit there and go teams you know illness team selection was against us that's why we lost uh, we don't know that uh, you know it, I'm, I'm sure we have to accept the fact that the players are real you have to accept that um, didn't he say Luke Berry was in the dressing room at being ill at the time? So it's um, true, but Luke Berry's not played for us yeah, in but, so long. But he had to fill the bench up with some people. But I, you can't use it as an excuse. But if they're unwell, they're unwell, right? Shouldn't be picked. Just annoys me. No, just, it just annoys this whole, me. This whole result annoyed me. <laughs> well, the, the <laughs> result can annoy you. You got to put your if you put your. Um, your proper head on, you've got to say, we all went there with high expectations and they were blown out of the water in three minutes. You know, the atmosphere for us where we were standing was excellent when we started, when we got in the stadium a little bit earlier to sort of keep some of the atmosphere in, it was really cool. After three minutes, you get a kick in the teeth with a, I don't even know what to call that goal. Well, it's a good it's a good time to score a goal in a derby game, isn't it? Because it, it did pretty much kill our away end quite quickly and it's a poor goal to concede and for some reason they had so much space over on that left-hand side and the overlaps there he's free to cross it in and Davis is a clinical striker in the championship like or not he was for Forest last season um, he has been proven yeah, to, I, to score goals like that and it's 
you just, just look and you just think it's just the one it's just the worst possible start for us is what we didn't need is to concede early in that game on no, Sunday I th- I, we wanted that to be us didn't we, we wanted us to, to be making that, that first shot on target and, and score um, I don't know what to say about that goal really I just don't know I think we, we were a bit lacklustre in defence uh, should never have allowed the cross in the first place it was, you're right didn't you shut them down quick enough Um I think Bradley took some stick there as well, didn't he, with the goal? But you know what? I, I, I go back to the thought that the Watford players looked bigger and stronger than all of our players. And even, even you know, the, we love Alan Campbell and we love Jordan Clark in the midfield, but they were just overrun yeah. all of the time. And it just, there was nothing there. There was just nothing. And, it, and, and it's, I find that un- incredible. How can we be that poor? Well, Watford that good? Probably. You know they were Premier League last season, so you know you got to, you got to say that about them. But we couldn't do with Jao Pedro either. You you saw right. him knock it past Sonny with a, a neat little flick. He speeds away. Um, there's times where he's, he's I think in, in a highlights package I saw he's dribbled past three of our players in the midfield into just so much space. And I just felt like there were so many times on Sunday where their players in the midfield just had no one around them, and they were free to run. Then then they had the runners from Saar going left and. Well, I said Davis to you, going central well, I said Pedro to you, going right is but I said to you at the game why aren't we closing these up earlier why aren't we why aren't we filling those spaces in we just we just couldn't keep up we literally couldn't keep up so you know again I say that Watford sadly for us were better than us by miles on the day uh 2-0 terrible goal to concede straight stroke half time you know, oh, if you're you going to concede on one, if you're going to concede after three minutes, why are we doing this? Why are we conceding on forty-seven again? No, but why are we even talking, why are we about, talking this? about? I know. Yeah, and but you're right. We're getting towards halftime. Think, getting at one nil, we've got a chance to to regroup and get it sorted. And Nathan, give them a, a right bollocking and get on with it. Yeah, and and you concede. Uh, I just, I think it was a bit soft, wasn't it? It was a terrible goal. You know, why are we talking about it? Let's just move on. Three nil. Oh, no, let's not even talk terrible about Terrible goal. Yeah, but it was a terrible goal. But I, for me, right, in the game, um, Horvath made a couple of saves. One in particular down and went in front of us when he pushed it to pass the post because that was going to go in. Um, so they could have been 3-0 by that point. But what was going through his mind when he kicked past the ball to their player? What was he? High pressure on it. It's I just... don't, no, I don't care. That's a hoof. He side-footed it. He should have just hoofed it away. I don't get it. I don't get what it was in his... Who was he trying to bloody pass it to? <laughs> he literally... He just, you know, had to go, hey, I'll just stand here. I might have a 3-0 accumulator on or something. I don't know. Out of all the games, though, to make your first mistaking goal, it was, just, it was just one of them games yesterday where every single pass or touch we did just seemed to go out of play for a throw-in or was over-hit or wasn't you know, strong enough for a pass to reach the, the other right. player. You but, know, do you know, Jacobs put a poor kick from... It was a poor kick. It wasn't a poor... He tried to pass it to someone, he, didn't he? Yeah, and if his pass was but to the person, it goes to the person, he didn't pass it just, to But he just needed to get it out of that area. Was under pressure, get it away. Again, a major error for a, a goalkeeper in the championship for me that and you're right on, on Derby Day it's not the one you want to hear so yeah are we moaning yeah we are but again we've got to put a caveat on that um, and I've said it already I hate saying it but Watford were clearly the better team Saar completed the scoring um, cut inside past 
Bree, was it? And, and put it yeah, in the bottom yeah. corner. That's when we got off our seats and left the game. Um, I, I was just sent off as we were walking back to the car. But Do you know um, what, though? It, it pains me to leave a game like that, but it just got to me so bad. I just thought I'd, I, I just couldn't bear the thought of them getting a fifth or a sixth one, so I didn't want to stay there, <laughs> genuinely. Because I didn't think that we would, we would, you know, get anywhere near anything. You know, we had nothing to cheer about the whole game, nothing. According to the stats, we had three shots on target, yeah. nine shots. Don't remember any of them. Yeah, um, Campbell, maybe. Uh, one straight into goalkeeper's arms. I'd call that a pass back almost. Um, but, you know, the disappointment is we didn't win, but the, but the major disappointment was we were rubbish. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. And everybody really, really thought we could give them a game. And even Watford fans were worried about playing us at that point. <laughs> uh, now they're all laughing at us now, and I rightly so, because we were shocking. <laughs> no, we were shocking. And there's no getting away from it. You, there's nothing... It, well, correct me if I'm wrong uh, in the comments, Luton fans, not Watford fans. I don't need any correction from you. But, um, well, that's probably asked them to do it now, isn't it? Um, but they didn't they didn't look like the team we know they didn't look like we had a chance they didn't give us anything to be happy about nothing no and that's the disappointing thing you know like i said if we if we'd have gone there lost one nil and played our arts out you'd have gone well we give that a good go but we capitulated big time big time i think i tweeted the, i think i tweeted and said you've let us down big time and i feel i feel that's how we feel as fans I'm going into this, well, the last month of the podcast or the last two months of the podcast, every week I said, would we take losing X, X, X game to win that one? Now well, we're sat here after a 4-0 loss. Yeah, of course you would have said, you, with hindsight, you go, yeah, of course we'd done If that. someone said to you, lose QPR and Norwich, but beat Watford, would you have taken it? I think you would have done, wouldn't you? Well, <laughs> fair enough. Given the result we've had, yeah, you'd say that. But however, we haven't beaten Queen's Park Rangers for a long time. And yeah. they're top of the league. That's a great result. We haven't, you know, we, we had a good result against Norwich. Uh, Norwich were Premier League. So you've got to put it all into perspective. That, you know, three decent teams were played. Uh, I hate to use the word decent again for Watford, yeah. but you can't get away from that. So, yeah. The wrong six points. If we'd have got six points, we'd have lost to Norwich and got Watford and QPR would have been very happy. But um, look, it's done, isn't it? It's done. But there again, would you would you rather um, kick on from this, do Watford in the return and finish above them in the league? Of course you would. Yeah. Yeah, so you kick on from this. That's what you'd say, wouldn't it? Well, that's all you can do, isn't it? Yeah. That's all you can do. Um. I don't really want to talk much more about the actual game. So let's talk about what people have been saying that went so wrong for us on Sunday. Because take the derby aspect out of it, it's still a terrible performance from us. Um, so we asked on Twitter today, why did we get it so wrong on Sunday? It's our worst defeat of the season. It's our worst performance of the season. I can't think of a game where we, we played as poorly as that. Uh, Joel says, two takeouts for me, one midfield. Um... He says the three of Freeman, Clark and Campbell doesn't work. Desperately needed a defensive midfielder to stop them running through us. Two, whilst we weren't at it, all four goals were avoidable. They didn't have to do much to beat us and that's the main frustration. Well, that's it. That's what we just said. You know, we were shocking. We made them look so good. But again, they got their game plan right and we didn't. Our midfield was non-existent. It was non... It stopped nothing. We've already said that. It stopped absolutely bugger all. Um... Yeah, I agree with Joel. Freeman, Clark and Campbell is 
an interesting one in that because it is quite an attacking one. And maybe you look at that and the previous years of us playing the diamond with Glenn Ray as a holding, maybe something like that would have suited us a little bit better on I on Sunday. Maybe that. even having Osho as a holder on Sunday from the start. It's a difficult one to answer, isn't it? Again, we're all sitting here absolutely sick to our teeth that we we, we put in such a shit performance. Um, it's a difficult one to answer for me. You know, you get your midfield right, then that stops a bit of it. But it's not just the midfield, the defence were poor. Um, and then on another day, Adi Bayo would have scored with his head and he doesn't, you know, doesn't get, don't get it right. There was, we weren't shutting people down quick enough. You know, just, why, why, <laughs> do you know what? I, I should have said no to this one this evening. Steve says, our away setup depends on keeping it tight at half-time at least. So an early goal conceded against a team lacking confidence was the worst thing that could have happened. The Lockyer Osho chance could have changed the game, followed by how like it wasn't our day. Lockyer probably should have scored, shouldn't he? The well, he said he did. He not say he uh, felt a tug on his shirt. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I thought the referee was atrocious. By the way, for a Premier League referee, I thought he was awful on Sunday. I think um, I thought he was terrible. Yeah, I, I look again. We'd say that, but he was. Uh, I, I could swear again, but I'm not going to. He good. was. He was absolutely terrible in places. I mean, the Bradley challenge he got booked for for me was a proper challenge he's too busy pussyfooting around in the Premier League status that's what he was doing there and also I've got to say um, and again you know you've got to if it was bloody Danny Hilton we'd all be going well done Danny but the way that the some of the Watford players uh, Davis I think in particular um, there was a couple of times where they fell on the floor clutching his face like he said he'd been elbowed and all that bullshit yeah. And you know, and, and there's a couple of times where he had the ball, and we were moving forward, and there's someone lying on the floor pretending to be hurt. They game managed really well. That's what we should have done more of. Though. Exactly, they game managed really well, and we were shocking, and we fell for every trick in the book. Robbie said, "Played the occasion, not the opposition." And by the sounds of it, the team wasn't the team that was meant to be out there. Um, yeah. This is all from this sickness bug thing that Nathan Jones mentioned, which Ben says this sickness bug, the lack of right side with those left, and what felt like Bell, Alfie, and Freeman all playing left side. Yeah. Um, LTF Dave. Sorry, we so I'm just going to say the sickness bud thing, right? It's got to be real, isn't it? Otherwise, Nathan Jones is a complete idiot for saying it. So no, it's got to be it's... real. And if, if they are suffering, um, surely our squad's quite large. Surely there's some people that were suffering less than the ones he put out there. I'll maybe get a youngster and go, you know what? Here's your chance. Go for it because you know what? We're bloody losing it anyway. So. I mean, I'm not putting it past the fact that Lansbury and Potts maybe had a sickness bug, but like, I still think the 11 we put out was strong enough to to not do that. Well, you talk about sickness bug. I've been sick ever since. <laughs> Same. Uh, LTFC Dave says, too much to put in one tweet, but as painful as it is, the likes of Saar and Jao Pedro wouldn't look out of place in the Premier League. And when they're on it, any side is going to struggle. Best thing we can do is dust ourselves down and go hard next week. Yeah, you can't disagree with that. We've We've said that already, you know. Credit where it's due, they played really well. We were shocking, but we're up against some decent players. I mean, Joe Pedro's linked with Newcastle yeah. at the end of the transfer window, and it was 30 million be brandishing around for that. Yeah. But, you know, and they showed, honestly, when, when, they, when they came out and you looked at our squad and you looked at how they looked, they looked, they looked stronger and bigger and more athletic than we did. You know, on another day, you know, it might be different, but Sunday, nah. Uh, Sparky says and what has been said listening to the interviews wrong team selection um, they were on a bad run had to turn it around we were on a good run um, which had to end somewhere and Nathan Jones didn't read the room about the fixture um, 
Yeah, well, you know that's fair enough. They the thing is, the, though, they need to they need to impress Billick because he he had a, a, a terrible start to his career as manager of Watford. I think he'd lost more games than uh, was it Edwards they sacked. Yeah, he'd lost more games than them. Um, you know, on the bounce, really. So you know, yeah, they had to do something, and maybe we we as fans underestimated what we were going to going up against as that team. Sadly, I think that's it, and I think that you're right. The manager didn't set it up right. I think my words when we went for a drink on Saturday morning and we were talking to Mark about potentially what the score could be, and I said I do feel like we could easily lose today, but I don't think we will. But we did. Well, we did lose easily. We did That's lose easy. Easily. That's the easy answer. We did lose easily. I think the disappointment for everyone is not the defeat, but the manner of the defeat and the size of the defeat. That's the disappointment. You know, you go, you, you lose derbies every now and then. You know, we won one, lost one last time we played them. Um, so you do lose every now and then, although I would say our overall record is pretty decent against them. But um, sometimes it doesn't go for you. I think back the last time they beat us 4 nil would have been 97 and we was at home. But thankfully I was seriously ill and in hospital so I didn't have to go. <laughs> you can't say that. Well, I, I was. I was in hospital and I was listening to it on the radio and I couldn't believe, you know, how bad it was. But having said that, you know, I know we haven't played each other for a long time but you never know. We, you know, we might get our own back. I mean, better do. Dylan says midfield was overrun, wasn't strong enough, and we didn't want it as much as they did, and couldn't do the basics See, right. It's everyone's saying the same thing. If you watch the game, if you were there, and you, or you watched it on iFollow, um, everyone's saying the same thing. They wanted it more than us, and that was apparent. The only thing you know you have to question our ability compared to theirs was poor. The basics were terrible, and it's like I said earlier, it was stringing passes together that weren't happening. It was. Balls being slightly over hit. I think Horvath puts one straight out for a throw and it gets the whole stadium going away. It's just like them moments that you just kind of need to get right. The basics you need to get right. Just as your foundation, we didn't do on Sunday. And it just contributed to a, a, a terrible overall team performance. Yeah. Um, look, I don't want to criticise anybody anymore because it does my head in. Um, I feel... I feel there's certain things at the game that I didn't enjoy. Obviously, the football itself. Um, the atmosphere wasn't as, as good as it could have been. You know, you'd, you'd think when they were winning that by that many, it would be absolutely rocking, wouldn't you? But I mean, it, it was pretty... Yeah, it was pretty poor up until uh, they scored their third, I thought. But And then, you know, have a mascot with a bloody drum. Everything, I think, that anything that could have pissed me off on Sunday happened, literally. <laughs> and I, I, I genuinely... I make I make no apologies uh, for saying I hated the result. I've got to I got to say it again. You know they did what they needed to do, and you can't doubt that they were the better team. On the I day. fully expect what you just said to be clipped and put all over Watford Square. But What's that? That you just got annoyed by everything. But look, I do get way. annoyed by everything. But do you know what? If if they're Watford fans watching this and can't say can't sit there and go, well, actually, he said some good things because I have. I've said they were better than us on the day. I said that they were stronger than us on the day. I said that they wanted it more than us on the day. It doesn't mean to say I enjoy it. I don't. I'm, 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 I'm bloody angry no about enjoyed it. it. But no, I'm bloody angry about it. But you can't get away from that, can you? I walked away from that stadium so deflated it's unreal. Nathan Jones comments post-match about the sickness bug. We asked you on Twitter, what did you make of them comments? Was it a valid excuse for the performance? Uh, Richard said, being there was painful. Watford looked and played like it meant everything to them. We looked rather rattled from the start. 
I think sickness played a part, but ultimately, this hurts to say, on the day they are miles better than us and deserve the 4-0 roll on April. Well done, Richard. Jamo says, dislike it as an excuse. If it's, if it's that bad, then ask for the game to be postponed. If it isn't, but those lads weren't fit to play, then why bring them with them? Yep. Um, how does that look to those who were just fit but didn't make it to the match day squad? We got pumped, so we just had to lick our wounds and move on. Adam says, I'm not having it personally. Not like we were missing the likes of Adebayo, Morris and Campbell. And Clark, he says, on the day, the 11 we had on the pitch are more than capable of beating most teams in this league. We just got outfought and outplayed from the start. True. Which is kind of what we touched on earlier, weren't it? Just, it's it's not, just depressing me, all this. It's not like we had all of our star players out. We, no, Dan, we Potts, Dan Potts has been brilliant this season, but there's been times on this podcast where we've sat there and, and we've asked out on social media, is can we see a future with Dan Potts? And people are going, mm, no, I think we you know, can upgrade, blah, blah, blah. So it's not... Yeah, he's done well this season. It's like, except we haven't had Adebayo Morris out, Clark out, Campbell out. Yeah, I just, I don't want to talk. Chris says, think it's valid and hugely unlucky, assuming if it's true, but it's so disappointing that we didn't have a plan B that kept us even remotely competitive. Makes you realise we may not have the squad depth we think and how pivotal people like Lansbury clearly is. Um, Do we have to do this anymore? No, that's that really. Um, Yeah. I'd, look, let's, I'm, it's I, done now, isn't it? I'm going to try and be more done, positive. But... I want to be more positive. Um, that game now is out of my memory until something pops up on my bloody timeline. But um, <laughs> I'm just... Can you just see? I'm I'm sure all Luton fans feel the same. You know, we're gutted. But uh, let's move on. and Let's hope that we push forward from this and we get back to winning ways. And I think it's like you said, and I think we said earlier, just the main gutting th- thing is just... The, the, we didn't turn up and it, it like we said last week on the podcast we kept saying will they know what it means and it kind of felt that we just didn't on Sunday well, I think I think the start didn't help us but you're right I don't think we were as up for it as we thought we might be uh, the fans were definitely up for it well done for everybody who went well done for those people that were jumping up and down singing I don't think anyone sat down really um, yeah it's just a shame and you know to those guys that said hello to us at the, at the stadium you know, nice to meet you. So here's a question. Do you take losing 4-0 away to Watford to win your next five league games? Sunderland, right, Reading, yeah, Blackpool, Stoke and Rotherham. I'm having it. I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> I'm having it. If we could win the next five games, it would be amazing. But we're not going to, are we? You know, it, it's, it's unlikely we're going to win five in a row. I mean, let's be fair. Sunderland, not, not going to be too easy. Reading are doing pretty well this season. They played some pretty good football. Blackpool, look at them. They've been playing some decent footy recently. And then, oh, bloody Stoke. Stoke's always tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's always... And Rotherham, you know, they're no mugs either. They've done all right. As Bataille would say, every game in this league's a tough game. Well, that that shows you, when you look at the table, the difference in points between us and top and us and bottom. You know, it's not a huge amount. But, you know, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I hope we we show a better quality of game on Saturday and then I hope we get a result. Pardon me's tempted to give Batara a call and just get one last word on him. Just oh, yeah, do that. Yeah, let's do that. Should we do it? Just yeah, let's do it. Let's see, because I, I kind of spoke to him the other day. I'll just be interested to see. Just one last word I'm gonna to, guarantee to end you, this out. I'm going to guarantee you he's going to use the F word more than once, so you might have to get your bleeper on. Might not even answer. Oh, wait. Okay. All I know is... Good evening, mate. Hello, Batara. You're live on Owen the Town podcast, mate. We're just ending up for today. We just thought we'd call you and we just thought we'd get your final thoughts on Sunday's result. <laughs> Do you have to do it to me now? 
Go on, go for it. I was on quite a good night until you find me. Um, how disappointed were you, mate? Was that sorry? How disappointed were you? Disappointed? No, that's an understatement. Like, I mean, you must be more so. Like, it seems like you wasted your money to go there. Uh, but, um, nah, look, it, I don't know, I'm trying to forget about it, mate. I'm currently uh, walking around Cardiff City Centre at the moment trying to find a good pub. <laughs> yeah, and, and but you haven't mentioned the game. Yeah, let's forget about the game, Dave. Sorry about it. <laughs> Well, that's some good. That's some good final words. I mean, we well, spoke that, about it for twenty-eight minutes. Can today I just and, say, is that why you're in bloody Cardiff and not come here tonight to talk about it? What's that? Sorry, Dave. Is that why you've gone to Cardiff? Is it so you don't have to come no, here and talk no, on the podcast? No, 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 no. This is strictly business work. Right. But uh, no, look, I, I don't really want to say too much about it. I've kind of forgotten about it, but it was. Uh, it was just utterly shite, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's nothing I can say really yeah, about it. Great. Okay. It was disgraceful. It was, no, mate, look, it was, uh, you bring up a lot of hard feelings now. It was disgraceful. Was there was literally nothing in it. There was no fight, no passion, no nothing. It was just like, you know, what if we weren't even that good? And they turned us over like, you know, like an apple crumble, but it was, it was awful. So, mate, you're just going to completely forget about this one year and just, you'll return next week and we'll hopefully just t- chat about a win after Sunderland. Fingers crossed. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, 100% we're going to win against Sunderland, so it's all good. I mean, I think we were in the pub yesterday, and so I've got a card to it. Oh, don't worry, mate, you'll turn over Sunderland next week. And I was like, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, look, I mean, it, it, sh- it is a minor blip. It is a minor blip in our season. It's going to happen, but unfortunately, it's those tosses down the road. <laughs> but we'll get there. One more thing, Bataro. Um, we asked on Twitter, was the sickness bug a valid excuse for the performance that Nathan Jones mentioned. What, what were your thoughts on that? What was it? What? Sorry, what bug? Nathan Jones saying that there was a sickness bug around the players. Oh, right, okay. It might have been around them, but if they weren't, obviously, if they were ill, they weren't playing, would they? So, that's what you got to look at it. But no, look, there's no excuses. There's no excuse for that poor. Even if the sickness bug was around, whatever, but nah. It was, just, it was a shambles, wasn't it? From <laughs> minute two, minute one. Pretty minute three through conceded, but nah, it was a sham the whole way around. So nah, no excuses. Well, mate. But I think you've got to look at the team now, and you've got to look at. You want a reaction? I thought you were. I mean, we can forget about this with another couple of wins. I well, I've just said on the podcast, Batari, do you take losing four nil away to Watford if you win your next five? Oh, stop it! Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, fingers crossed, we do. Um, we'll leave you to go find the pub, mate. We're going to end it there. So. uh Enjoy oh, your night in Cardiff. I thought about 40, fair. Thank you. you. I thought about four, but I was trying to decide which one to go into. They're all so good. Do they all serve beer? <laughs> oh, they do, but I'm trying to find one day with like real ale. And dancers? You know. Uh, no, not to talk about dancers. It's more like a good pint of ale and I want some football, Monday night football. But that's what I want. Oh, what's that then? Blue Bell, hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Well, we'll leave you to enjoy that. So thanks so much for joining us and uh, we'll hopefully see you uh, very soon. I'll see you Saturday. Yes, yes, of course. Anyway, lads, take it easy. And uh, try not to get too downbeat about the whole thing. We'll try not to, mate. No, I won't tonight. <laughs> Enjoy your ale, mate. Cheers, lads. Take it Bye. easy, Bye. Bye. Um, always nice to hear from Batara. Uh, I guess yeah. that is it for today, then. Um, yeah. We should cut it there. Because if this happens again, no, I'm not doing the... Re- if we lose the return fixture, I'm not doing we'll the Just podcast. take a week off. Uh, right, thanks so much for watching us today. And what for fans, if you watched... 
thanks. Uh, every click helps. So thanks for that. Uh, thank you so much for watching today. Join us on Thursday or Friday for our preview pod where we're chatting to a Sunderland fan about the game. Uh, hopefully bouncing back. We need to bounce back. We need a reaction. So thanks so much for listening today. Thanks so much for watching and we'll see you next week.